Welcome to the Advancing Women Podcast, where ambitious women come together to challenge the status quo, advance their careers, and up-level their lives. The Advancing Women Podcast is hosted by gender equity expert and executive coach, Dr. Kimberly D. Simone. Welcome, warriors, to the Advancing Women Podcast, and Happy New Year. This is my first episode of the new year, and I want to start by thanking you for your commitment to and support of the Advancing Women Podcast. In a very short time, I have seen a community of warrior listeners emerge with listeners from all over the United States and the world, from five continents, in fact. And on New Year's Eve, I hit my goal of 5,000 downloads by the new year. So thank you for that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing, for rating, and reviewing the podcast. And speaking of hitting goals, the new year is often a time for resolutions, and I would argue a time for bold, radical, audacious goals. And I titled this episode, Brag. My thinking is this, what if brag wasn't something we see or do on social media, but rather that for 2022, brag would stand for bold, radical, audacious goals. So let's consider each word. Bold, adjective, of a person, action, or idea, showing an ability to take risks, confident and courageous. So both then requires interrupting the negative external forces that erode confidence and courage. And this is especially true for women. And I'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute. Next, radical, adjective, change or action, relating to or affecting the fundamental nature of something. And who better to be radical to change the fundamental nature than warrior women? I love this Angela Davis quote. The process of trying to assimilate into an existing category in many ways runs counter to efforts to produce radical or revolutionary results. And so the constant struggle we as women face, doing it our way, in a way that benefits us, is a radical act. Again, because the way it's always been done doesn't likely work for women's success because the system wasn't designed by or for you. It wasn't designed with our success in mind. Challenging and changing the status quo is radical, but we've got this. As Raymond Williams said, quote, to be truly radical is to make hope possible rather than despair convincing, end quote. Audacious, adjective, showing a willingness to take surprisingly bold risks. And we can't fall into the trap of thinking that bold risks are just about finances. It can be also about vulnerability, overcoming fear, being willing to be in the arena, get knocked down and get back up again. Warrior women have the grit, the anti-fragility to be audacious, despite, perhaps even because of the constant challenges we must face and overcome. And finally, the goal, noun, the object of a person's ambition or effort, an aim or desired result. And there is a lot of best practice advice on goal setting. But of course, here at the Advancing Women podcast, we challenge the best practice advice when it is oversimplified or when it creates narratives that don't serve women's success and advancement. So we'll certainly talk about goal-setting best practice advice in this episode, but in its full complexity and deconstructing where necessary. 
Overall, most best practice advice includes the importance of establishing a clear focus and committing to stick with it over the long term. It requires resolve and that our why is clear, that the benefit of our goal is enough to keep us committed to the goal. So part of BRAG is taking time to examine our lives, to be introspective about what gives us purpose, what makes us happy, and what helps us become the best version of ourselves. And most agree in the best practice advice that we should write down the goal and make it a SMART goal. And SMART goals are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely. And part of making these goals specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely is about accountability. The importance of having an accountability partner, just like every professional athlete has a coach, most successful people have someone that holds them accountable to the goals they set. And another critical bit of advice on goal setting, which can be especially difficult for women who often sacrifice time for others, is to commit and block time to achieving the goal. As they say, success flows where energy goes. If we don't commit time, the goal will fail. One of my favorite quotes is from James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, where he says, quote, we don't rise to the level of our goals. We fall to the level of our systems. Don't share with me your goals. Share with me your systems. Goals don't impress me. We all want to change the world and do big things. Share with me what you're doing every day that's going to get you there. That's where the magic happens. That's where thoughts become reality. That's where winners spend their time. That's where goals are achieved big things are done, and any change in the world comes to light, end quote. And certainly without a concrete plan and the unwavering commitment to the critical resource of our time and our energy, our goals can't be achieved. So this is all great advice for everyone. It's no different for women then, right? Or is it? Well, we know the rules are different, but many of the necessary behaviors are consistent. So we have to balance that, right? And this includes setting bold goals because vision equals power. We have to have that vision. We have to have that belief in the big goal. So as we look out to the year ahead, we must dare to set bold, brave, clear, and compelling goals that excite and inspire us. Doing so helps us to focus our time and our energy more effectively. But we must ensure that as we focus our time and energy, we are realistic about the unique obstacles and barriers we as women face. What are the real challenges we will encounter as we pursue bold, radical, audacious goals? Most best practice advice on goals emphasizes the importance of proactively identifying the obstacles that we will encounter. And so we must be realistic about the unique obstacles we will face when we, as Brene Brown says, dare greatly, especially when we dare greatly as women. And a perfect example of this is the mindset regarding failing. Most agree that when it comes to achieving bold goals, that it is important to fail, to fail well, to fall and to get back up. But we don't often acknowledge how gender bias impacts fear of failure our likeliness to take these often necessary risks that tend to be even more risky for women. Research shows that women are less likely to take risks, to take bold action. And this can have negative professional consequences because those high potential opportunities tend to have more risk. Likewise, research shows that women are often more likely to take failure harder and to take criticism more personally. 
that negative feedback has a more lasting negative impact on women. But the resulting narrative of this, that women don't achieve bold, audacious goals because they don't take risks, because they are afraid to fail, this, of course, is an oversimplification that doesn't serve women. It's another attempt to rationalize why women don't advance or succeed at the same rate as their male counterparts, that they just don't take the risks. They don't go out on the limb that results in achieving bold, radical, audacious goals. It's just the tired, recycled undertone of fix the women, fix the problem. But what we really need to do is identify the real problem, the patterns of bias. And there are really a number of bias patterns that we need to be mindful of and interrupt if we are to transcend. Things like confirmation bias, stereotype threat, the gender consequence gap, failing while female bias. Research shows when women fail, they are judged more harshly. There is a confirmation bias that often happens when a woman falls or fails, despite the fact that falling and failing, then getting back up, is a crucial part of achieving bold goals. Confirmation bias results in interpreting these temporary falls or failures as a confirmation of stereotypical beliefs. In a culture of think leader, think male, in a media landscape that shows success as eminently male, when a woman stumbles, it can confirm unfairly that they are just not as good as men at taking bold action and achieving those epic outcomes. But this explanation fails to acknowledge the reality that, of course, it's easier to take risks when the negative outcomes are more easily explained away or seen as part of the process, a luxury often not afforded to women when they stumble. Research shows that men's mistakes are more easily forgotten, attributed to bad luck or bad market positions versus incompetence, where the opposite is true for women. It's embedded in the way we perceive women's mistakes. So we need to know this so that we're not blindsided and we don't allow it to derail us or catch us off guard. So we can center ourselves, get our heads right, get our mindset right. We can't buy into that narrative that is sabotaging our goals. We have to shut down that voice in the back of our heads that comes from all of those negative societal messages that says not good enough. Because those social, cultural, and institutional burdens that are placed on us make us feel this way and we need to interrupt that. Research supports that gender bias can impact fear and that fear can impact our willingness to take risks, which can negatively impact our inclination to take bold action that leads to those epic successes. So we need to interpret this and respond to it with the right mindset. And this is where the mantra which guides this whole podcast is so important to remember. It's not your fault, but it is your problem. You will deal with inequity aimed at sustaining the status quo and thereby attempting to sabotage your success. And that is unfair, but it's not your fault. We can acknowledge, respond to, interrupt these negative patterns without owning any of the negative narrative. You design the ending to the story. You change the narrative. Fear doesn't need to be the story. We can understand where the fear comes from, why it is so strong, and choose instead to create a story of resilience, grit, and overcoming and transcending the inequity. As author Stephen Preston said, quote, the more fear we feel about a specific enterprise, the more certain we can be that the enterprise is important to us and the growth of our soul, end quote. So for women especially, we must interrupt fear with a mindset of competence and confidence. 
confidence that you will have great impact and that mistakes are not a reflection of any of the negative bullshit these biases suggest, but rather are simply part of a process, proof that you're in the arena. There will always be critics, and as women, our mistakes will be called out more publicly and given more meaning. And we can't get caught up in fear that if we create, take risks, if we take bold action in achieving audacious goals, that these biases we've identified will result in disproportionate critique and criticism. They absolutely will, no question. We must adjust our mindset in ways that serve us. And I love what Brene Brown says about this, quote, If you're not in the arena getting your ass kicked on occasion, I am not interested in or open to your feedback. There are a million cheap seats in the world today filled with people who will never be brave with their own lives, but will spend every ounce of energy they have hurling advice and judgment at those of us trying to dare greatly, end quote. And of course, this quote from Brene Brown comes from Roosevelt's famous man in the arena speech. And it's interesting, right? Because we, women, in the arena need to heed this advice most of all. The overall message is so powerful for us in particular. Quote, it is not the critic who counts, not the one who points out how the strong stumble or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to those who are actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes up short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming who does actually strive to do the deeds, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if they fail, at least fails while daring greatly, end quote. The message for us as women is so powerful. The key takeaway is that we just can't give more meaning. Take on those social cultural biases that come whenever we make a mistake, when we stumble, when we fall and fail along the way. That is part of being in the arena and daring greatly. And warrior women, you absolutely belong in that arena. You were born to take on and achieve bold, radical, audacious goals. Unfortunately, social, cultural, and structural biases can lead women to operating from a place of fear a fear of taking risks, fear of stumbling, and a constant need to prove it again or be perfect, which can negatively impact engaging in the behaviors that are necessary in our achieving bold, radical, audacious goals. And so we can turn to the 4Ps advancement model for a better explanation on how to transcend and thrive in setting bold, radical, audacious goals despite these barriers. The advancement model is about identifying the real problems, interrupting the bias patterns, and creating processes to manifest the proficiencies necessary to achieve those goals. We must recognize, interrupt, and reject, prove it again, stereotype and confirmation bias, and especially the generalizability bias that makes women feel that their falling or failing is a failure for all women, that too often results whenever a woman makes a mistake or falls while daring greatly. As former U.S. Ambassador Claire Booth Luce astutely said, quote, because I am a woman, I must make unusual efforts to succeed. If I fail, no one will say she doesn't have what it takes. They will say women don't have what it takes, end quote. And we must recognize this as a problem of societal biases and expectations. It is not our problem nor our responsibility to be perfect or to circumvent the important and necessary part of the process of success and achievement, which requires falling and failing. 
whether it's in organizations or for entrepreneurial endeavors. Failure to take risks, fear, playing to not lose isn't a path to winning, to achieving our goals. So we have to acknowledge and interrupt these patterns that don't serve us. We have to have the right mindset and create a process to transcend despite these biases. And I also want to mention that we shouldn't totally ditch the emphasis over the holidays of harmony and being present, of being in the moment. We can have goals and think to the future while still being present and in the moment. We know that many of the most successful entrepreneurs attribute meditation, the art of being present and in the moment, as the secret to their success. Entrepreneur, hip-hop mogul, co-founder of Def Jam Records, and New York Times bestselling author Russell Simmons has been very outspoken that meditation was his most fundamental key to success, which he punctuated in his bestselling book, Success Through Stillness. Likewise, many successful warrior women have touted meditation and being in the moment as a key factor in their success, from Ariana Huffington to Oprah. Bold, radical, audacious goals and self-kindness, being in the moment, are not mutually exclusive, especially not for us warrior women for whom self-love and self-kindness must be a superpower if we want to interrupt and transcend inequities. As we create big, radical, audacious goals for 2022 and beyond, remember that ultimately you are the goal. This one glorious life you have to live. Don't let the negativity that can accompany daring or stumbling or failing let you lose your self-compassion, your self-kindness. You don't have an expiration date. Timelines should serve you, not sabotage you. As women, we sometimes fall into the trap of thinking we have to do it the way it's always been done, that if we don't stick to the rigid linear path, we can't succeed and achieve those radical audacious goals. And that just isn't true. That's where radical becomes so important, challenging the status quo, doing it differently, ditching that which doesn't serve us. Being kind to yourself doesn't conflict with having bold goals. The path to those goals may have hiccups, so we have to remember to be open to the periphery to keep our eye on the goal ahead, but be open to the opportunities that may result from what seems like falling or failing. And this is part of our superpower as women, our holistic approach. Believe that this way that serves you can be the way, not that the way it's always been done will serve you because the way it's historically always been done hasn't worked well for women. This is about your goals, your way on your timeline. And so for my manifest statement for this week, I have two narratives to help interrupt the negative narratives that inundate us. First, as John Lennon said, quote, everything will be okay in the end. And if it's not okay, it's not the end, end quote. Your goal, your way, your timeline. And finally, a quote from one of my favorite books, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, quote, and when you want something, All the universe conspires in helping you to achieve it, end quote. Warriors, create those big, radical, audacious goals and know that the universe will conspire to help you. Don't lose the faith. Don't waver. Be bold, be radical, and be audacious with your goals. You've got this, my warrior friends. For more resources, you can visit my website, www.advancingwomenpodcast.com. Dot com and connect on Instagram at Advancing Women Podcast. I love getting your feedback, so please email me at 
drdsimone at advancingwomenpodcast.com. I just want to thank Joe Jacobs, the audio warrior who wrote the music for this podcast. And a huge thanks to Heather Harris, the creative warrior who designed the Advancing Women podcast logo. And thanks to all of you for joining me here today.